1: Hello, Bruins fans, and welcome to episode 76 of Bruins Beat, brought to you by CLNS Radio. I'm Mike with Joe and Jason, as always. Um, Guys, obviously the Bruins have been eliminated for quite some time now, but I just wanted to start the show with this because I think it's an interesting topic. I've been seeing, you know, a lot of people write about it, whether it's, uh, you know, Bruins writers, all Bruins writers are covering it, bloggers, uh, even fans are talking about it. I think it's a great topic to discuss, and obviously nearly in... Sweeney talked about it in their exit interviews. It's just about who to protect in the upcoming expansion draft. And obviously there's two formats that you can choose from. It's either eight players and a goalie or seven forward 3D and a goalie. And obviously the Bruins pretty much have to go the seven forward 3D route because they only have, because of so many no trade costs that, that their forwards have. So oh, obviously God. it's going to be seven, three, one. What, so what, no you trade costs to right?
0: protect them from the expansion as well?
1: Correct, hundred percent.
0: That's simple. I wish I, could, I wish we so, get no trade clauses or firing or laid off
1: clauses. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable! It's serious. I know. So pretty much, so pretty much, they already have to have. So Bergeron, Krejci, Marshan, Bacchus automatically have to be protected because of no trade clauses. Uh, did you hear Krejci uh, put his house up on sale? Did he? I'm not. I'm not looking too much into that. Yeah, I
0: saw. It on, I saw it on Reddit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna look too much into that because uh, again, we we'll just bought a house here, and if a Gimler we'll comes here, I'll lose my mind. I mean, Sean Thornton still has a place here. Obviously, he's not playing for the Bruins anytime soon. Leaves, so.
0: But what happens if Crutchy leaves? Are you gonna just go to like break into his house and like smell the smell the couch?
1: No, no, no. no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a psychopath. Okay. I mean, I, I just okay. don't kind of think. I just don't. I mean, some, I just saw someone post a picture on social media of like Crutchy in a Boston bar the other day. So I mean. I'm not going to read too much into, into a house being put on sale.
0: Yeah, I know. I hear you. I'm just busting balls, you know.
1: Yeah, that's uh, just what you're in the mood to do, huh, Joe? Yeah, yeah. But
0: you know what? Because I've been waiting for. Okay, you know. Let me, let me just let me see how it is. I'm 44 years old. I'm on a podcast with two millennials, and I get the best, most operable computer of the all three of us. Is there something wrong here? Oh, Brady, hey, mine's Brady's... fine now rages right, is just good. Okay, so it's actually a series now. I mean, it's actually
1: a game now. My computer's fine now, Joe. Do you have a new one, or is it the same
0: old jalopy? It's a new have? one. I have a new yeah. one. What is it called?
1: Fisher Price. No, it's the one that you get at the store that still has the, the monitor and the keypad hooked up together all in one, and you have to... Uh... Are
0: you telling Are you telling me... Are you telling me?
1: Genesis as a computer, is that true? Joe, sure, you're getting me off topic here. I want to talk about the expansion draft. I don't want to talk about computers. Uh, all, right, anyway. get, all right, I love people it. Are
0: angry. He's ready. He's people, ready.
1: Go. People are going to get bored by our show if we keep talking about computers. And <laughs> Well,
0: they're bored because they waited 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> well, Joe, I understand people are on Facebook. We also broadcast this to people that download it that don't listen oh, on really? Facebook as well. That's right. Yes, oh. you know... The people that actually download the show that help us more than the people that listen on Facebook. No offense, I love the people that listen on Facebook, oh, that was but nice yeah,
2: no offense to you guys, but that was well played, Mike. Well played.
0: Well, well how to alienate the Facebook fans? Wow, that
1: hurts. No, no, I I love the Facebook fans, but they don't actually download the show. But if you I download the show, it helps us because they listen to it voice. live right now. You might want to hear our voices, Mike. It's, they're very soothing. All right, all right. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so obviously. Best time the, the show in are... a long
2: time, just for the record. I like the feisted us. <laughs> oh, I was going to sit
1: back and Don Sweeney pretty much said that the Bruins are going to go the seven, 7 3 1 route, which is obviously 7 forwards, 3 D, and 1 goalie. Obviously, for the forwards, I mean, the forwards seem pretty cut and dry about who they're protecting. I mean, you can obviously argue about the last forward, but I don't really. I mean, you have, you have Bergeron's a definite, Crazy, Marchand, Backus, Paschnik, like a 35 right there. I mean, there's going to be two more that obviously get protected, and I'm assuming one's going to be Riley Nash, as much as Joe is probably going to lose his, his right. mind over it. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, because, because certain players can't get affected because they're young players, so it doesn't really matter. But the D, the D is, where, is where all the money lies, I think, where all the arguments coming up with all the Bruins and Vegas expansion and who to keep and who not to keep. And obviously, Charis has to be kept, no trade clause, like I said. And, was, and Tory Cruz is going to be kept. 100% Torrey Cruz is going to be kept because the Bruins don't have that offensive uh, defenseman on the back end. And the third defenseman is going to come up to – I mean, I think Adam McQuaid being exposed. There's no doubt in my mind Adam McQuaid's going to be dialed out there. It just Now it comes down to the debate is Colin Miller versus Kevin Miller. And everyone has a different opinion on this. Everyone. I mean, you look, I've been reading all these expansion drafts and who to keep, who not to keep. And so now I want to ask you two guys, what do you think? Would you would you would you protect Colin Miller or Kevin Miller? Kevin Miller. Kevin.
0: Yeah, After how he played, I mean, Colin Miller looks like, unfortunately, as much as I don't want to agree, he looks like he's uh, regressing. So, oh, oh, uh, Otto just scored. Oh,
1: good. Carlson. Joe, I don't care. You Do care? No, no, not right now. I don't care right now. You're getting me. You're getting me so off topic today,
2: Joe. <laughs> so let's wow. back. Let's get back to topic because I'll answer the question next. Um, Colin but you saying Kevin, Kevin Miller. Miller? Yes, Kevin Miller. You're saying Kevin too? Kevin and Miller too. Yep. Why? Why are you guys both saying Kevin Miller? Because I think he showed a lot of improvement on the offensive side of the puck when it comes to being a puck-moving defenseman. I uh, showed a lot of the improvement under Cassidy, and yes, Colin Miller has a lot of upside. But I think even if you don't protect him, I wouldn't be shocked if he's not taken.
0: I just thought I just thought Kevin Miller played way better, and like I said, you Colin Miller had a hard time getting in the lineup. On um, you know, if it wasn't for the injuries, so I'm
1: going Colin Miller. I mean, protect or let, or, or I'm 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 keep I'm keeping Colin Miller. I'm protecting Colin Miller. I'm sorry. We The Bruins team made great strides this year in making the playoffs and doing well. But it's about the future. And Kevin Miller, I don't think, is part of your immediate future. I'm sorry. I think you can find a Kevin Miller. We talked about how Kevin Miller and Adam McQuaid were similar players all season long. And just because Kevin Miller had a good playoff series in Ottawa, all of a sudden everyone's talking about how Kevin Miller is the best thing since sliced bread. Why can't no. we get
0: rid of uh, Adam McQuaid instead
1: and then avoid all the Miller talk? Because the problem is that you, one of the Millers has to be not protected I don't, I, I don't think they're going to take Adam McQuaid. That's the thing. So it has to be one of the Millers. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Kevin, I
0: think they need the, the physicality that Kevin Miller brings because they don't have much of it. They need and they need it. So I, I think you keep him. So here's my know. take
2: on it, because you know. Um, there's a lot of weird things could play out. There's a lot of loopholes in this entire expansion draft thing. And I've been listening to Felger and Mazzola specifically last week. Of the Well, no, they couldn't do it because it they still have to take a player from each team. But the possibility that Bruins may be considering trading Ryan Spooner to Vegas in some sort of a deal.
1: I mean, yeah, you could look at trading Ryan Spooner. Obviously, there's Spooner rumors came out. But, I mean, I, let's talk about that in a second, Jason. I just want to stick on, you know, Kevin Miller and Colin Miller right now. I just thought that. Who would you keep? Why? And I, I think it's all about the future. And I think, I, as much as I, I wasn't impressed with Colin Miller this year. He's still young. It takes defensemen more time to adjust to the NHL than forwards. And I thought there was some games where he showed promise. He's still young. I mean, if you if you leave if you leave Colin Miller exposed, I think he's going to get taken no matter what. That's my personal opinion. I, I would protect Colin Miller, and I would. Make Vegas make a choice, and if they want to take Kevin Miller or not, and even if they do take Kevin Miller, good riddance. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not gonna miss him as much. I'm really not. The Bruins have McAvoy on the right side, they have Carlo on the right side, and if they, if if Kevin Miller gets taken by Vegas, I'm not gonna shed a tear.
2: Right. Well, that's so you're saying you're okay with Kevin Miller being taken by Vegas?
1: I mean, I mean, it's gonna affect the team for like in the short term. But in the, the the Bruins aren't built to win in the short term. They're not Pittsburgh. They're not Washington. They're they they're building a few. They're building a future with their prospects. Obviously, that we talked about the Providence Bruins last week with McAvoy and Carlo. And if if Kevin Miller gets taken, no, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna be heartbreaking. Heartbroken, I should say.
2: Well, that's the thing. That's um. That's why I would leave Colin Miller unprotected because I don't think that Colin Miller would be an overly major loss to the Bruins.
1: But you think Kevin Miller
2: would? I think the way Kevin Miller played in the playoffs, the way he stepped up, his experience with the team, he would be a. I don't. In truth, Mike, I don't think either of them would be a major loss. I kind of look like both of them like a 50-50 coin flip. True. Um, no, they both have their upsides. They both have their downsides. If I'm, I, I'm picking Kevin Miller based on how many years, years he's been on the team. But wouldn't you
1: want someone with a little bit more upside? I think Kevin
0: well, Miller is showing that day. outside. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's as we said, he's regressed. I, I get what you mean, but I think, the, I mean, then quality-wise, I think they're not too far from each other anyway. So it's not like you're gonna be devastated either way. So,
1: I mean, you know, I mean, I Kevin Miller's he's gonna be 30 years old next year. Like he like 30 30s is kind of old.
0: Oh, one of mine.
1: Well, I meant in NHL terms, the game oh, become Yes, the game's become younger. He's going to be 30 next year. Oh, I think yeah. the Bruins... In, and I, See, I, I don't think Kevin Miller, if losing Kevin Miller, is going to be the be-all, end-all. Yes, I get it. He played pretty well in the Ottawa series. I'm not taking that away from him. I, I, I do like the way he played in the series. I just don't think that you can look at this and say the Bruins are building towards the future, as we talked about on this show before, and that they are in win-now mode, but then you keep Kevin Miller for what? Just because you want to make the play, the playoffs next year? Oh, would you rather take Colin? Would you rather have Colin Miller, who, you know, was a young defenseman who could blossom to something better?
0: Kevin yeah, Miller did play very well since after Clark got fired, so it wasn't just the playoffs.
1: Okay, yeah, he did, but I mean, the whole team and I, do, and I And I, the I whole team played him. a lot better. And I hated him. You knew I was not a fan of
0: him at all, whatsoever. But I, I, seeing how he turned his game around, and they have no, you know, they have no any physical presence. And I know the game has changed, but. You still need a guy, well, at least one or two guys that can hit and scrap a little bit. And they—they rid of him. They got like what McQuaid. And that's that's pretty much it. McQuaid's the last anyway.
1: Well, they—they're ha- so gonna have Backus too. Oh
0: yeah, well, mm, I love I like Backus. But Joe,
1: Joe, why do you, why do you need someone that can bang?
0: I think they need a little of that. You just you. I think in this league, you still need a little bit of that. You don't need as much as you needed ten years ago, but you still need a little bit of it. I
1: yeah, just, and uh, I think they'll still have, have Shara, just, Shara McQuaid. Yeah, do you do you admit that he's regressed? I, I I was not very happy with with his performance last year, to say to say the least. I thought he was going to do a lot better, and he did. There was some games where he looked like he was the best defenseman on the ice, and then there was other games where you looked at it and you just go, "What is he doing out there?"
0: But you know what? I mean, he got benched by two coaches. He got benched by Claude, and he also got benched by Cassidy. So that just that kind of tells you something. So I don't. I mean. Unfortunately, I mean that trade would look really, really bad for Lucic. You know, with Martin Jones and getting Cal Miller back, that would be a complete bust. But um, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of a, as Jason said, it's a fifty-fifty for me. I don't think they're going to be devastated either way.
2: So, but well, the defense is coming up from Providence, I and mean, you got to look at the way Providence is playing in the playoffs right now. Kevin Miller or Colin Miller, either way, you're not dealing yeah. with a major loss because there is so much upside coming up from down below, especially with the oh, Brandon Carlo emergence. It's not a big deal to me either way. I, yeah. You know, you would hope that Vegas does Boston a favor and takes one of those crappy forwards that we have over one of our defensemen, but either way, we have a lot of depth in defense in Providence.
1: Yeah, and I understand that. You want, like, you have the depth in, in Providence that Young D are coming up. And that's why I'd rather keep Colin Miller. See what you have in the younger defensemen. Chara's, Chara's not getting any younger, obviously. They have uh, Krug in his, in his lo- uh, mid twenties. They have Carlo at twenty years old. They have McAvoy's going to be in the he's going to be in the lineup next year for, for the defenseman, too. Ride the young guys. I I I'd rather the young guys play than Kevin Miller. No, I mean I got you, but I think they still
0: they still want some guys with some you know some good experience in there. That's just how they're going to. They want to make the playoffs again. You know how that. Yeah,
1: cause it's I know. Money. But I, 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 totally get that. But I was just thinking on the lines of letting one of those two go: Kevin Miller or Colin Miller. Like I said, I understand that one of them's going to have to go. I, I think because I don't see them taking any of the Bruins forwards. Because the Bruins forwards, obviously, were the worst part of the team last year. That we, in Surprising. my opinion, Surpr- yeah, surprisingly. So, and I don't see them taking Pulaski. I don't see them taking Jimmy Hayes. Like. That's a, that's who you the don't Bruins think anyone's
0: taking Bolesky? Why? Because of his contract? Because they, they would take his contract, right? Is that how it works? Like, I got
1: him. Yeah, I think they would take his contract, but I just I just feel like they, they're they going to look for a Bruins defenseman instead because there's more upside, I think, in a Kevin Miller or a Carl Miller for Vegas than it would be for Bolesky because if you look at, I mean, obviously there's going to be 29 other teams that have to put players out there, and I think other teams will be more out of luck in the forward department than the Bruins, and the Bruins have better D that are being exposed, so that's just kind of my two cents there on why I don't think they'll take Pulaski. Right,
0: well, it makes sense. I mean, he's, he has not shown much, and Jimmy Hayes is, don't think Jimmy Hayes is going to be taken by, he's probably a fast food restaurant, so we we'll don't have to worry about him.
1: We don't have to worry about Jimmy Hayes. Yeah, no one's going to have to worry about Jimmy Hayes. I, I wonder if, I, I'm certainly wonder if he's even going to be on the team next year.
0: So if they release Jimmy Hayes, they're gonna have to eat. He's got what one or two more years left, two, I think, right?
1: One, yeah, I think he has two. Yeah. Oh,
0: what a horrible! Just that was just so bad in so many ways.
1: Yeah, it was really bad. It was really, 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 really bad. Hey, but <laughs> really bad. But he's gonna go to Vegas. But uh, a thing that Jason was talking about earlier was uh, Ryan Spooner, and Ryan Spooner's obviously been named uh, mentioned in, in trade talks. Which I think we all saw coming. I'll drive him to the airport. Yep, we all saw this coming. I'll From buy his ticket. Yeah. They have New Jersey, the three teams that are being rumored were New Jersey, Vegas, and Vancouver. And I think that's what Jason was talking about earlier. Is that Vegas can make side bets. I mean, not side bets. It's like side trades or well, side, side bets that... too.
2: We can go play poker on this side one bets. too.
0: Your mind is. Yeah, I mean, eventually. But, I, I think I think New Jersey would be good for him with Taylor Hall. I mean, just setting him up. But, you know, Taylor Hall did not do Who, who thought that Taylor Hall was
1: um, a defense when they traded? I can't
0: remember. It was Larson. Larson. Well, who thought that was going to go the other way? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, but
1: Taylor Hall has no one to play with in New Jersey, as we all saw.
0: Right, but Larson's been pretty damn good in Edmonton. So.
1: Yeah, he has. But, I mean, I, I don't think Spooner would be able to play with Taylor Hall, to be honest. I think Taylor Hall is a lot better than Spooner. Well, I get, I get what you're saying, though, because Spooner's a skilled center, so maybe you can kind of yeah, set him up. Yeah, you can set him up.
0: I mean, that's what Hall needs. Like you said, they don't have much depth over there. I think New Jersey would be a good spot for him.
1: Yeah, New Jersey probably would be a good spot for him. But was, what Jason was talking about earlier was that you can make a trade with Vegas and be like, "Oh, like we'll trade you Spooner," so that but way you stay you away from this
2: and this certain player. In which yeah, case, it helps Boston player. protect. You a stay away from, from Kevin their Moore their Moore the defenseman.
1: Yeah, it's like we'll trade you Spooner if you take, say, for example, I don't know, like Jimmy Hayes, Jimmy Hayes in the expansion draft. I I know it's not going to happen, like Jimmy Hayes, but for example, you can try and make a deal with them, and they'll they won't take a certain player, which I think is pretty interesting. Uh, We'll have to see how that goes. But back to Spooner, I think the writing was on the wall. Everyone saw this coming. We knew that wasn't going to be. Wow, I mean, He was getting benched for Corral in the playoffs. He was getting benched for Bolesky in the playoffs. And obviously the Bruins were having trouble scoring. And Spooner was supposed to be looked at as an offensive player. So clearly he wasn't uh, well-regarded in the Bruins organization. So I I think the time is now. I mean, he's a restricted free agent. So the time is now. I mean, I I just don't see Spooner being on this team next year. I I can't see it. He's terrible. No, he, he, he talk about talk about regressing. Oh, my God. It's
0: just so bad in so many ways.
1: I just hope the Bruins don't trade him for nothing. Like, if you're going to trade him, at least try and get something. I know it's not going to be much. I know it's not going to be, like, you know, uh, a first-round pick. But can we try and, like, maximize him? Because obviously he's still young and he still does have some skill. And maybe it's just the fit in Boston's not working for him. So just don't, I would just be cautious enough to give him away for, for nothing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean I mean he's not you're not gonna get much for him. I think uh, someone tweeted out that they might get a fourth or fifth round of pick for him, so it's not gonna be anything of significance, so
1: that yeah, that's disappointing because Spooner was looked at I was hoping Spooner was in I was hoping Spooner and Pashnick were the guys on offense that kinda of broke out this year. Obviously one did and one didn't and we obviously know who the one that didn't is is Spooner. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I think Spooner's gonna get dealt around draft time. I can see it being a draft pick and maybe a prospect. There's something along the lines like that, but I think Ryan Spooner stays in Boston and are numbered.
0: Well, how about how about those? How about near the trade deadlines the last few years? They're like Spooner's untouchable. Malcolm Subban's untouchable. Oh, how did those backfire? My God.
1: Yep. Sometimes, Joe, you over overvalue overvalue. I should say your yeah, prospect, and oh, God. that's what like, they did. What?
0: Why can't we fleece people like they fleece us? Why can't we
1: completely, you know, screw people over? Because like they waited the too train? long. Remember when remember Spooner was playing with Lucic and Paschnik, and that was when you said that, that Spooner was at his best? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's the problem, is that he he was at his best then, and then ever since then he regressed, and then he talked bad about the coach, about Claude, obviously, and then yeah. obviously then we come to realize it wasn't Claude's fault that he wasn't playing well. It was no. Spooner's fault. Yes. Because, I mean, Cassidy gave him every opportunity to play. Even he, Cassidy said it even on the Sports Hub when he had that interview with Toucher and Rich. He was saying, like, we tried to put him in positions to succeed. You know, he was starting to, He was starting in the offensive zone. You know, he was on the penalty kill to get some speed going. I mean, Cassidy said it, and Cassidy said it, he didn't like the way he was playing. So that's why he but, got benched.
0: It encapsulated who he was with that play against the centers of the playoffs where he had the, the puck on his stick, and he couldn't wrestle, to, wrestle you know, against the uh, – fastman score. The net was wide open. It was just so terrible. It was just, you know, he just not putting in the effort. You know you know what I mean? He just wasn't. He, he just
1: sucked. I think it's no other way to put it. Yeah, he definitely did not play well at all down the stretch. And like I said, that's why I think his days are numbered. I just can't see Ryan Spooner being on this team next year. No, I don't see it. Especially with the young talent coming up. I mean, they just signed JFK, which I think is going to be probably his replacement, to be honest.
0: Did you see? Um, speaking of uh, young guys, did you see DeBrus, uh short-handed goal in the playoffs? Oh, well, against yes. um Hershey? Yeah, they scored two shorties two on one of the power same
2: play. power play. It was incredible.
0: So he that that goal was just silly sick. So uh, you know it's it's like Jason said, and he still forgets he said this, Mike. That the future is bright. The young kids and Mike and I were impatient. We wanted to win now and all this stuff. You know what? You were right, Jason, because their their farm system is loaded. The well, way I look at it
2: is the fact that this year the Bruins did something special. They fast-tracked it a little bit to their future. They have to continue that. I'm not expecting them to win the Stanley Cup next year or even the year after that. I'm giving them a three- or four-year window to get back to the Stanley Cup.
0: that yeah, I'll be close to 50, Grace.
2: Yes, I <laughs> but agree. You,
1: Joe, but, Joe, at least they're taking
0: steps in the right direction, right? No, hell yeah. No, no, no. Hell yeah, this like we, like, we, you know, i said about the kind of encapsulating the whole season. If they were able to make strides and go in the other direction and have young kids develop and even make a round the playoffs, it would be a successful year, and they did all that.
1: So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh DeBrusque thinks think's going to make their lineup next year, but I would just be a little bit uh, overly cautious about all these young players the Bruins have, because you don't want to have them all come up at the same time. Like, the Bruins did a good job last year. You know, they had uh Pashnick, obviously Pashnick played a lot better, but last year was like Spooner's first full season with the with the Bruins, you know what I mean? And then they brought up Zarnick, he got his feet wet a little bit. They brought up Solaric, he got his feet wet a little bit. They brought up Corelli, he got his feet wet. They brought up Stanton Hynan and got his feet wet. But all of these young players aren't gonna be great next year. Who makes so, the team
2: next year? The younger. Um Charlie McAvoy, Nagel- Brandon Carlos gonna stay. But Charlie McEvoy, McElroy, are- no doubt, and everything else is a toss-up.
1: Yeah, McEvoy's a given. I think DeBrus is going to make the team. I think this year in Providence, he's um, shown that he's he's ready to make the jump. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be a stud next year, but I would look for DeBrus to make the team. Uh, JFK has is on a one-year uh, one-way contract, I believe. So I mean, so he think play-
0: He's not playing in Providence, correct? JFK? No, he's not. He has to play with the Bruins or nothing. Correct. Wow. And, unless
1: he, and I think if they send him down, he has to go through waivers. Well
0: they said that they I just saw uh Joe Harry, I think it was a little it was a little older, but they said pretty much I think they told J F K in so many words, you're gonna be the third line center, so that means Ryan Spoon pretty much gone. So
1: Right. So I think it's the and J F K. Uh I would I would bring a back for the fourth line. I think he's doing that.
2: I liked him. He did good. he did well. See so right now you have one, two, three at least three centers a hundred percent in there. With David Krejci still being iffy, not saying they're not gonna get, they're gonna get rid of him. What,
1: what, what three centers are you saying?
2: Oh, do you want me to finish? No,
1: what? Yeah, I'm saying what centers are you saying?
2: Bergeron, Achari, and JFK. You got three centers pretty much set. With the possibility of them, possibly not saying it's gonna happen, but David Krejci being on the trading block with other centers coming up in Providence, so you have good depth at center.
1: So you said Bergeron? Sorry, I just Bergeron, JFK, and and Achari. Those are set. Achari, Achari is more of a wing.
2: Okay. He was playing wing with more.
1: He was playing wing with more Nash.
2: Okay, so that's different. But if you're keeping Riley Nash, then you still have three centers set, no matter what. With Nash, JFK, and Bergeron.
1: Well, I'm thinking Riley Nash should be the fourth line center, with, I think personally, Achari. In Corrali, I think that that fourth line, I think that should be the fourth line. I think they earned it. And that going into next year, and I think the that would be a good energy line for the fourth line.
2: Oh, what I was, Mike. What I was, I don't think you're getting what I was trying to get into. I'm just saying, you know, the Bruins' center depth going into Providence, and right now the Bruins' center depth is looking pretty good. Meaning it makes it makes David Krejci a tradable asset.
1: I don't think the Bruins. Not, not it's, gonna, it's not
2: going to happen. They're not going to trade him, but it makes him that. It makes it that asset if he struggles at any point next year.
1: Uh, Krejci's just not going to get traded. People just don't seem to get that Crazy's not going to get traded. And I'm not saying it
2: so. I'm not saying it
1: so because he's my binky. I'm just saying it so because the point is, the Bruins, who, who's going to be who's the number two center next year if they trade Krejci? if They don't have one. He sold his house. He's leaving. They don't have a number two center if, tra- if they trade Crazy. Also, he has no trade clause. So what if they go to Krejci and say, oh, hey, we're going to trade you to Carolina. You think Crazy's just going to be like, Oh hell yeah! Send me to Carolina. I'll be there in a minute. No, gonna di- Krejci can to can dictate where he goes. It's not going to happen. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. And also, Krejci also had twenty-three goals last year. People seem to forget that he had over twenty goals. He was one of their most offensive. He was one of their best offensive players last year. If you trade Krejci, you lose his offense. In but ben- the, pro-
0: the problem with him, there's so many uh, stretches that he
1: was a ghost. Yeah, same with Bergeron. Same with Bacchus. Oh, oh wow. You just you just said that about Saint Patrice, my god, so you'd be struck down by lightning. Bergeron sucked in the first half of the year. Yes he did. Hundred oh, percent. he had a hurry. I understand that, but just he still so that back from lightning here. Krejci had a hit. You <laughs> yeah, gave Tory. You gave Crew really really the benefit of the doubt with his shoulder when he started the year, but when when it comes to Krejci, everyone's just forgets all about Crazy's stuff.
0: You love the crutch.
1: No, uh, I, just, say, I just, I just, I just wanted to be fair. People, people will be like trade crutchy, trade crutchy. Oh, crutchy sucks, crutchy sucks. But then when it comes to other players, they're like, oh well, he was hurt, or like, oh well, well he works hard, or oh like, he's not.
0: Everyone outside of Marshawn and uh, Bergeron, they wanted to trade this year. Seriously, I've seen, I saw it online. Everyone trade Kahlo, trade Ras, trade our Shower, get rid of everybody. <laughs> Except Bergeron and Marshawn, they want to trade everybody. So you know. I just think um, Crutchy. Well, until they get him some wings, he's not going to be that guy anyway. So I, they have to get him a winger. You know what I mean? Maybe some of these young kids can come up and give him some. Because uh... he hasn't had a real good line since what Lucic and Gilmour. So I mean, that's well, been the last
1: good. I, I like when he was. I like when he was with Solarik and Passioning.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. there was a little bit of a uh, box of uh, hope there, but yeah. I mean, overall, he just. I think. What? Not too long ago, wasn't he bitching about that that he has no line. You know, uh, good lineman. Yeah,
1: before the season.
0: I mean, he's got to cut that shit out the bitching because the young guy's doing it shows immaturity. He's been in the league how many years? He's got to, he's got to kind of tone that back, don't you think?
1: Yeah, but I, I can see his frustration at the same point. But I, I get where you're coming from too. He should should keep his mouth shut and keep that in house. If he yeah. wants to, if he wants to complain to to Sweeney and Neal, I think he should do that on his own time and not to the media. True story.
0: And then Tuca, you know, he was hurt the whole year too. But you know, no one, just like you say, with Krejci, no one gave, no one's gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, Bergeron, it's tough. Bergeron
1: they actually, was, actually just announced right before we started the show that Bergeron and Tuca got surgeries. But literally, the Bergeron was yesterday, Tuca was today. It's kind, of, it's really kind of hard to be an elite goalie when you have a bad groin. No, <laughs> I, I, think, I think this earns Tuca a little bit. I, I, think think gives Tuca a little bit more credit than uh, for getting surgery and, and realizing that he actually played hurt this year and. In that yeah. down the stretch down the stretch he he carried the team. Because he got hurt like in the first week of the season. Yeah, I remember that. And he was out for a little bit then and he yep. came back and then obviously now he must have re aggravated at some point. Um Well,
0: he aggravated probably multi- multitude of times. Like that like that Islanders game, I think he probably aggravated it again. He needed a rest because they, they knew that if he didn't like they didn't manage his injury, he was not gonna be able to play in the playoffs. And as many people it has anointed uh Anton Hodobin as the best goalie since uh Patrick Wah, um, you know, he was not gonna lead them to any of the any wins at all. I mean, if it was a for the Bruins probably get swept.
1: So, you know. Oh, Joe, just uh, by the way, just as kind of a side note, um you know how we always talk about how like Bruins have unrealistic expectations for RAS because of Tim Thomas. hmm I was reading an article the other day about like the five best goaltender performances of recent oh, years. And Thomas Thomas was number one. Yes, he was and I look at that and I say that's why Bruins fans are so bad when it comes to Drew Rask you yep. can't expect that it was the article clearly said like generational once, generational goaltending performances in the playoffs Yeah. like well, generational which means it doesn't happen very often people it, it just doesn't happen it doesn't come once a year it doesn't come you know once every three years it's generational mm-hmm. and that's why the Bruins fans are like oh well, look what Tim Thomas did Look what Tim Thomas did. It's like that it was kinda, it once was, in a lifetime.
0: It was kind of like Billy Ranford for the Edmonton in 1990 because I remember because I was like 17 I remember him just – do after they got rid of Grant Yeah, uh, Billy Ranford was young. He was unproven. He didn't do much at all. And then he stood on his effing head in that freaking series and won it for Edmonton. So it's – it's guys get, get hot. I mean he, he was generational. That was a generational thing. As we spoke about before, prior to that he only won one series – so
1: same amount as Tuca Rask, by the way.
0: Yes, true story. Um, but that's that's the thing. Like, and it's almost like how with Tom Brady, you know, like I said with the pages, whoever comes after him is gonna be compared to Tom Brady forever. So, but Tom Brady won five and Tim Thomas won one. So let's be realistic there. But that's just the thing. Tuca was never going to succeed. You know, no. he's never gonna be good enough. He's never no. gonna be good enough. No one after Tim Thomas, like even after Tuca's days are done. This kid, oh, you, he's known Tim Thomas,
1: Tim Thomas. Well, they kind of do it with the backup goalies now, too. It's like, oh, Chad Johnson. Remember how good Chad Johnson was? But oh, not, bring did, him back. Did, did people not realize how good the Bruins' defense was that year? Oh,
0: 14, they were so
1: sick. I still, It still pains me so bad that they couldn't, they
0: didn't beat Montreal. Who won the cup that year?
1: 14? Who
0: yeah. Who won the
1: cup that year? It was the Kings.
0: Oh, we're going to They would have. Bruins would have smoked them, too. That pisses me off. The Kings were an eighth seed, right?
1: Uh, I think no. I think they were they were like expected to do they good that, that year. Yeah, okay. they beat the Ra- They beat the Rangers because that was the year that Chris Kreider uh, ran Carey Price, and Montreal was complaining about it. Oh, Montreal
0: complains. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I want to get to Montreal in a little bit though. Oh, but, I can't wait. But after, but yeah, I think Bergeron and Bergeron and Tuco obviously are, are expected back before the season starts, which is great. And I think people got to stop, you know, getting on wrath too much and given – up. Like he had a good year, okay. Yeah. It's not his fault that he's paid. He's one of the highest paying goalies. He didn't. He didn't ask for the money. He got off of the contract and then he signed it. So just deal with it. Live with it. Okay. Just live with it. He's he's a good goalie. He's not obviously he's not Carey Price, but what does Carey Price want either? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just. I think I think Tuku playing hurt though does give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, especially after last year when he didn't play in the last game of the season. All
0: right. Well, I think actually looking looking back at this. I'm just looking at the uh, matchups now. So they played San Jose. Okay. So they weren't they weren't an eight seed that year. Because I don't want you the Kings when they won it. They were an eight seed.
1: That was the first cup they won. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. They were uh,
0: The year after the Bruins won it. Wait a minute. They were an 8th. Eight, uh, eight, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I'm
1: just trying to look. It was here. the year after the Bruins won it.
0: They played San Jose in the first round. Yeah, I got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah, and San Jose was up. I think San Jose was up 3-0, and then Kings came back and beat them. And everyone was talking about San Jose about how they were like choking dogs.
0: Casual results. I'm trying to find out what the standings were or where they were seated. But anyway, so I mean, I think the Bruins going to beat that. I, I still think they're going to bring, beat the Kings if they were game a hell of a series. But we'll never know that. So yeah, I know. Oh, sorry. I, I know you don't care about this game. Sorry, I'll
1: be quiet. Yeah. No, foot, three to two. Um. The one, the one thing I do think it's a, one of the. Oh, biggest... Hey, your
0: boy Kreider, your boy just scored. You, you must have been. He must have heard you.
1: Maybe he must have heard me through the through, all the way from Boston. Boston it would have been Bo- nice to get him a local boy, but of course Boston, not. College, Boston College kid, but from Boston. Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, I, think, Boston? I think one of the biggest priorities for the Bruins in of the offseason is is signing David you And uh, oh. Neely came out. Neely came out and said he's a restricted free agent. Uh, he, he said he's been in contact with Pasnick's agent. Pasnick's been openly saying that he wants to stay in Boston, and he loves it here. Uh, the one thing I have been seeing debate about on Twitter is how much would you give him? How long? How much? Does he take a bridge deal? Or do you just sign him straight to the you know six-year, six-million-type type contract? But um, if I'm the Bruins and I'm Sweeney, I'd be a little bit worried about giving him a six-year contract right off the jump. That's yeah, kind
0: of
1: big, yeah. Like I, I know he had a really, really... Nice year last year, but I think the Bruins should try and work out a bridge deal with Pasternak and see if you can maintain what he did last year and, and stay motivated. And there's nothing wrong with a two-year bridge deal. And then once he's once he does a two-year bridge deal, re-sign him. That's what they did with Marshan. They gave Marshan like a uh, a four million dollar deal and said, you know, a couple years, four million. Uh, if you if you if you earn your money, we'll we'll, get, we'll re-up you again and give you a better contract. I think that's what Dunsmore should be looking at. Don't. Don't go six years, six million, or five years, six million, or something along the lines like that. You just don't want to give them too much money and have him be because they're already tightening up the salary cap as is, and they already have a lot of heavy loaded contracts. I think it would be a mistake. I wouldn't say I shouldn't say a mistake. I think it would be too much for them to do right now. Just give them that much money.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I mean he had a great regular season. Get me wrong, but that that I mean because he just had the jitters his first playoff, but that that. Playoff run was just so bad. So bad.
1: Yeah, it was. So I think he needs stuff. And he has stuff to work on. So, so I don't do, think you
0: not, do you give him a tr- no trade clause? I say no. No trade clause?
1: Uh, yeah, Are
0: they, they going to keep that? I'm hoping they learn from Torelli's mistakes and not going to pass those out like candy. So.
1: <laughs> well, if they give him a bridge deal, I wouldn't give him one. I'd make him earn it a couple. like. The bridge a bridge deal could would be like a two year deal, kind of like kind of right. like what the Winnipeg just did with Truba. They gave him like a two year like yeah. six point five billion dollar deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make him earn it, and then after that, if he's earned it, then give him a no trade clause. But because everyone, all these NHL players want no trade clauses now because they want to dictate where they want to go. But I wouldn't do it just right now. I would make him earn it a little bit, and then do it.
0: Agreed. Hmm. We can talk about Montreal now. <laughs> You want to talk about Montreal? We can talk uh, about Montreal. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Like my whole thing with PK Subban is that even when he was with Montreal, all right, I didn't, I hate him. That slap shot from the point. How many times did he terrify us with that and beat us with it? Just like in that 14. Ever since, like Sean Thornton scored him with the water in that series, that whole thing, the whole series shifted. Uh, as stupid as that may sound, I think that was part of it. Um, he. You know, when they when Montreal trade him, I'm like, Montreal, what a stupid mistake that was. I just said, that was dumb, dumb, dumb. And it turns out it is completely dumb because now he came back from injury, he's playing really well, and then Montreal goes out in the first round. So that just tells you that he was able to stick her up to a tailpipe, and I love it. And you know what's yeah. funny is I, I put some on my Facebook page saying, you know, I'm going to say it, uh, PK, congratulations. And the, and the haters, some play, people just can't, I don't know what it is. They just can't acknowledge, like Sidney Crosby. I hate Sidney Crosby, but he is the best player on the earth. I mean, I can, you know, I can acknowledge that and be rational and say he's a great talent, but he's a complete, you know, excuse my French bitch. You know what I mean? Uh, but in the same thing with Subban, he is a phenomenal talent, but I hate the laundry. He's in the Preds now. I think I respect him. And I, I like watching him play. So some people need to get over that whole thing, like. Oh, God now, you know I'm always gonna hate him because he was a Canadian well why because now he's no longer so you can respect him as I, a talent you know what
1: I mean I'm I am rooting so hard for P.K. toobun just to stick it right up Montreal's tailpipe about oh God for, for trading him for trading him and everyone people in Montreal like why'd you trade him and they were just like oh he was yeah too emotional on the ice or whatever that what thing about?
0: About his hospital they didn't he, he didn't include them so they felt butt hurt because they didn't get the publicity screw them. They're yeah, so seriously,
1: arrogant. I am so happy that P.K. Subban's in the conference finals with Nashville. I couldn't so be arrogant. happier.
2: So and arrogant.
1: I, I, I hope he's in the Stanley Cup playoffs, too. I mean, in the finals. I oh, hope Nashville makes it to the finals because you know how much people in Montreal will be freaking out if P.K. Subban makes the Stanley Cup finals before Montreal does?
0: You know what's good, too, is that Nashville... It would Nashville's, be glorious. Nashville is one of the few, quote-unquote, non-hockey markets that is flourishing. So... That's good to see too, and it'd be nice to have some, you know, have them, you know, go far because they really care about the sport, unlike the Phoenixes in the World and the, and the Florida Panthers and all that Dude, crap. They, I mean, they
1: pack, they pack house down there. Oh yeah, they,
0: oh god, they have like a, a live country band play during like uh, timeouts and everything's kind of insane. Um, but Pe- what Peke Rene is like probably on what Tim Thomas' status right now? He's playing off his mind.
2: Yeah, he's playing. And who really called great. that one? Uh, I think his name is his name is. Uh, Jason Juckley? Something like that. I feel pretty good seeing that I called that one way before it happened. If this <laughs> actually does play out.
0: Mike, do you notice that Jason calls a lot of things correctly, but he never like puts any money on it? Like You'd be winning so much money, man. What are you doing?
2: I should. Let me see. I called the Boise State-Oklahoma game many, many, many years ago in high school. Seeing you, Boise you State win just... one, I, actually, I called both of them. I called the Red Sox sweep from the World Series me? twice.
0: You're not much you better. Oh, wise Jason Buckley. We should have like a segment, the old the wise Jason Buckley. When will the Bruins win the Stanley Cup again? Look into your crystal ball, Jason Buckley, and tell us when the Bruins will win the cup again. Because I will come and find you 2020. Your hands. 2020. Okay, you heard it. I will 2020.
2: be 2020.
1: Wow.
0: Just a random zero. number
2: on the top of my head. All right, dude, I
0: swear to god, I feel that it's going to happen. You feel it's going to happen? Right, it's good, dude. I, I, Jason Buckley, the power of Jason Buckley. You, you just, you can't stop but You can only hope to contain it. That's all you're gonna say. <laughs>
1: but Michael? <Because laughs> I, I
0: just, I just, I
1: just, I just keep rooting for PK Subban. I want him to just go.
0: Oh god! Anything that's him... Well, I mean, if Ottawa continues to uh, advance, this is going to be our Montreal's tailpipe too, because they absolutely, you know. They hate. I, they hate each other too. You know what I mean. So it's going to be one of those things where they're going to be like Edmonton went further than us. Ottawa went further than us. Well, yeah, it's too bad because you guys blow. You guys
1: blow. Oh, I just
0: hate. I just hate them so much. It,
1: it's not only that. I mean,
0: they hate. They hate Americans. They, they're so arrogant. They actually hate Canadians too. They want to leave. They want to leave the country and be their own. Do their own thing. Yeah, they want
1: to be their own nation, don't they?
0: Yeah, you know, in Canada, I think most Canadians are like go. We don't want you anyway. See you later. They're just so arrogant. I, you know, just like the French. I mean, they've lost every war. I mean, you know, I mean, they're bitter. You know, that's just how it is. But, you know, call nine one one. What? What? Oh God, what was it that just happened? Uh, no, no, no. When um, oh God, I forgot what I was gonna say. They, they just, you know, anytime someone gets hurt, you know, I'm surprised You know, people in Pittsburgh weren't calling. They've given us crap because I say stuff about Sidney Crosby. I'm like. Dude, you guys called nine one one about a clean it. Like, give me a break. Oh,
1: so dumb. Just go, Suvan. Go. But uh, um, the one I, I, I want to touch on one thing quickly, and then two, well, two quick points I should say, uh, and then and then we can wrap it up. Yeah. Um, anyone keeping an eye on the Pittsburgh Washington series?
2: Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's yes. choking. <clears throat> did
1: we talk?
0: Did we? Uh, did we talk last time before Sydney Crosby got hurt or not? I Can't remember.
1: Yes, we talked about that. You went on a huge rant. What are you? Are yeah. you that old that you don't remember last week?
0: Yeah, I, I'll guarantee you that uh, Washington will choke like dogs tomorrow. So you think
1: so? Absolutely. I don't know. I've been thinking about this recently. It's been the year of the the blown three one leads. Uh, the Cubs, the uh, the Indians blew a three one lead in the in the Cavs, World yeah, the Series. Cavs,
0: yeah.
1: uh, then you have, um, Atlanta, yeah, the point lead. Well, no, but. <laughs> It's not the 25-point lead. The Patriots scored 31, 31 unanswered points. Oh,
0: 3-1. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. We have Jason Buckley as predicting the future, and then we have Mike with all these conspiracy theories and these numbers. Yep. So I don't the, know. The three, i got to get on board and do something
1: here. The 3-1 series lead has been a killer recently. So, I'm, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm thinking Washington might do it. And No. I Usually I'm like, no, Washington chokes. They're a oh, choking dog. But they... If they don't do it this year, they're done. They're never winning. Stick a fork in them. They have to do it. They're at home ice. The Pittsburgh's been Pittsburgh hasn't been playing well at all. Washington completely dominated last night's game. If if exactly. the Washington Cros-
0: Capitals Crosby played last night, right?
1: Yeah, he played the last two games.
0: Uh, I will tell you, this is my prediction for tomorrow night. Um I see Washington losing in like double overtime.
2: That would be a no to get the double overtime. Washington's got the offense going as much as I hate to say it. I grew up like, and I also think the Oilers are going to upset the Ducks.
0: I think the Oilers are too. I here's the thing with the Oilers. I wrote in a little article. They, they showed when the Oilers blew that three goal lead with what like five minutes left in the third, and like Peter Chiarelli just like just collapsing. And I wrote, oh, I love it. I'm I'm going to enjoy this. But for them to come out the next game and completely pulverize Anaheim tells you a lot about that team. They just they they just brushed off that heartache and came right back. And. Uh, I actually want Edmonton to advance even though I hate the I don't know why I do, but Edmonton's just such a good hockey city. They deserve it. Do you know what I mean? They have been bad. They've made the playoffs since they went to the Cup against Carolina. Edmonton
1: right? Edmonton is a great great uh, hockey city. It oh, is.
0: So much history with those with with the dynasty in the 80s and 90s. You know, unfortunately I remember 88, 90 which were very painful. But uh you know, they're just a good hockey city. Just like, you know, you really want Quebec to, you know, Quebec City to get a team again. Because they, they were a good hockey city. Where you got these, you got Vegas. I mean, you kidding me. Come on.
1: Right, no, I, I totally hear you. But uh, it would be good for, I, I think Edmonton, Nashville would be spectacular. But I think Nashville, I think no matter who comes out of the West, Ducks or Edmonton, that playing Nashville would be great. The you know one what's going to be I,
0: terrible? You know what's going to be terrible? Ottawa. Ottawa. Pittsburgh, Ottawa Washington.
1: I was just thinking, I just said that to my father earlier on today. I was like, if Ottawa wins tonight, you're going to have Ottawa in the conference finals. It's going to be a train wreck.
0: Well, it's just going to be the uh, immovable object, like, against the, you know, the put-you-to-sleep, you you, you know, lull-you-to-death team.
1: Well, I was watching a little bit of the game before the podcast, and I just noticed that Ottawa was just, the Rangers had the puck at, at, like, the tops of the circles, and no one on Ottawa was forcing. They were in that, like, stupid neutral zone trap, and I go, here we go. Did they have the goal? Yeah, that
0: was sick. He's yeah. that good. He is so good. Same thing with Carlson. I don't like him as a player, but I I know he's a great talent. I just he's he's incredible. I just think he's you know stick work and trying to kill people in the stands. But I mean, he that goal was just all world insane.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it was it was good. But uh, the last thing I want to touch before we wrap it up is um you know how the team USA is playing right now in like the IIHF tournament or whatever. Yeah, they yes. won the other night. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, when they, USA lost to Germany, right? People were freaking out. Oh my god, USA lost to Germany. Germany beat USA. Oh my god. Oh no, oh no. Can we cut this crap out? Seriously. It's an IIHF tournament that no one gives a rat's ass about. Uh, That people don't even play in because they don't care. and Because the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on. You know, the trophy that Charlie's actually matters. Over Charlie's over there playing. I know he is, but I, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Like, if you win, if you win the medal, does it really matter? No, it's not the Olympics, it's not the World Cup of Hockey. It's a stupid tournament that no one cares about. And I'm, and I'm not going to be a cop on this. I, I've been on a rant about it last year too. It's stupid. Don't come at, don't sit there and, and talk to me about. Oh, well, Team USA is playing good, and Team USA lost. It's not the Olympics. Not, not all the best players are there. Not all can, the best players are there. I don't I care about this tournament. You hate freedom and you hate America, Mike. It's just it's no. Okay. I just no. I just hate this tournament. Hey,
0: Jason, I, I I don't mind it's hockey, right? Jason, who cares?
2: I don't know between that tournament and Fagor and Maz, I chose Fagor and Maz.
0: Oh, they they went off on it too.
2: No, no, I just chose to watch Fagor and Maz and listen to them talk about the Celtics.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, Celtics are another thing altogether, but
2: yeah. So I mean, um,
0: it should be some exciting stuff. Would you, oh quick question? Would you go to Vegas to see Bruins Vegas? Yes, yes. Oh, I would too. That's the only reason these teams like the Raiders went to Vegas as well and they're talk about maybe a baseball team is people going to travel there. They will travel. I'm going to, oh, to yeah, yeah, going to the
2: first Bruins Vegas home game next year.
0: Oh God, we should all go. We should have uh, Nick Gelso pay for this. Like uh, you know, our like you know, we're gonna have to do this is our work trip, right? Gelso airline. Gelso, sorry, it's Gelso. I've been calling him Gelso forever. The Nick Gelso, uh, you know, airlines. It, it,
1: it will definitely be um, a hot spot for uh, for, for uh, fans to go to. By far. Okay.
0: Very good. So I'm happy we got through tonight and happy that we actually had this happen after both your computers suck. Um,
1: I told you, mine doesn't suck anymore.
2: Mine doesn't suck. It just updated it at the wrong time. I should have done it two hours ago. You know
0: what? What, um, what brand mic do you have, computer?
2: HP. HP.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, Jason, you have. It. I have two as well, and uh, I've had problems with it as well. So Narcon hopefully doesn't happen, but good show tonight, gentlemen.
1: Good show tonight, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Mike 22 You can follow Joe at Big Bad Eighty Eight, and you can follow Jason at Jason Ninety One. Y'all follow also follow our personal account at Brewins Underscore Feet, and you can also find us on iTunes. You right, Jason.
2: Yes, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find us on. Well, I just said iTunes and Stitcher. So on iTunes, you can find us at Boston Bruins Beat Podcast. You can also find us on the CLNS Radio app. Sounds good. We'll back.
0: And I won't be here next week. I will not be here. You guys will have to go on without me. I'll be in the great state of Texas. Well, that means trip. I'm going to
2: find a guest. <coughs> What's that? It means I'm going to find a guest for the week.
0: Yeah. yeah there you go. Call Gotta him, have bro. a
2: third somehow. You supposed All to be. Hey, Mark, if so you listen, listening, you know weekend. what to do.
0: Go Bruins, baby. Go
1: All right, Bruins. John, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you the week after. Go Bruins. Sounds good.